On this Hashi, I discuss lading housing inventory updates for the week, insights from KB Home CEO, and Goldman Sachs updated predictions of a U.S. recession. Today is Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Welcome back to the hot sheet. It feels like forever, even though our last hot sheet was just Friday. This show is live every single day that the markets are open. Of course, the markets just opened up Tuesday after this Labor Day weekend. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. And the show is back on. Speaking of Labor Day, if you missed the sale over the weekend, I'm sorry. The labor code for 15% off has expired to become a member of BAMX. BAMX is where you get the most out of all of our BAM content. But you can still get 10% off using code HOT. The 15% off, that would have been the lowest price of all time. But lock into what will now be the lowest price of all time, 10% by using code HOT. The price is only going to go up from here. As we continue to add value each and every single week, use code HOT to get 10% off of BAMX. BAMX members, of course, get 25% off of our events and everything else we have going on like bam camp on september 20th we still have a few tickets left for that in naples florida you get 25 percent off if you're a bamx member so make sure you sign up and let's get right into the inventory update let me know of course in the live chat which market you're tuning in from and take a look at inventory for the week as we do to lead off every single week so the numbers are small but i'm gonna say that this week here as we start September, gives me the most optimism for the year when it comes to inventory. Now, the numbers are small. I don't want to get carried away. We haven't had some big, huge move here or anything like that, but I like where we're heading, okay? Uh, inventory rose from 503,000 to 508,000 the week of August 25th to September 1st. Now, in 2015, we were at 1.2 million plus. Okay, so again, I don't want to get carried away. I'm not trying to overstate anything here. 1.25 million uh, is much different than, oh, sorry about that, than where we're at here today, being at, 508,813 completely different ballpark but the same week last year we actually had a decline from 554,000 plus to 552,000 plus we had about a 2,000 active listing decline according to Altos research active listings is just as it sounds listings that are available on the market not the NAR number that combines pendings with that okay so we had a decline last year, a slight, you know, 5,000 plus increase this year, well off the 1.2 million, I get it, from 2015, but we are in inventory crisis times. We're in all-time low uh, years here for inventory. Here's another way to look at the inventory, though. If you look at the last three years, 2023 being the black line, 2022 being the green line. I think we're not only getting close to touching the green line, the 2022 number, 
but we're getting close to getting positive year over year if this current weekly trend continues. Now, inventory last year rose sharply as we saw one of the most dramatic increases on the 30-year fixed rate of all time. You saw inventory from record lows last year, February, March, April, was the lowest inventory active listings ever recorded. And then one of the fastest increases on the 30-year fixed ever, you saw that inventory ratchet up still, generally speaking, very low, you know, much lower than like that 2015 number in a more normalized inventory market that we showed you. Okay, but I do see inventory, while we're negative year over year, ending the year potentially positive year over year. One of the reasons is the new listing data that came out for the last week. This, a small number, but a good number. Okay, new listings at a time. If we look at 2022 and 2021, this time of year, you start to see new listings drop during this week. We had an increase last week. We had an increase for the first time in quite some time. The last week here, 60,000, just over 60,000. August 25th, it was 55,000. August 18th, it was 60,000. So we are back into a 60,000 plus range on new listings. We've been fighting new listings all year. We're at the lowest levels ever recorded for new listings. But the fact that we had an increase at a time when we typically will have a decrease is one of the silver linings that I think we can't understate here. It's important that we get people who are thinking about selling their home onto the market. This was a great sign that we could have some unexpected inventory into the fall. Another way to look at this using Realtor.com's data with a fortune chart from Lance Lambert is we might actually get positive year over year from 2022. Again, we are at the lowest levels ever recorded. But look at 2022. Look at all of the years going back to 2017. This time of season, the second half of the year, you see new listings sharply decline. We're on an upward trend. It's it's interesting to note. Maybe there are some folks that are just like, okay, I feel like this is coming into the end. Maybe we've passed peak interest rates. It's it's an argument that Lance Labert makes uh, in his piece on the market tracker this week that we might be at or past those peak rates. And then maybe there's just some, some folks out here who've been waiting long enough and have to go out and make that move. What does it look like in your market? Did you see in the last week, let me know in the chat or the comments on the replay, in the last week, have you seen inventory increase? Have you seen more new listings than you've been accustomed to seeing throughout the summer? And throughout the year, I'd love to know if that's the case for you. Here's another uh, example. And all of the downloads here, they'll be available in BAMX for our BAMX members. We have a daily download section 
uh, where you can get all of these downloads, all of these slides. If you're not a BAMX member, of course, use HOT to get 10% off of BAMX. Here's the inventory shift between August 2019 and August 2023. Almost every part of the country, certain pockets in Texas, Austin being one of them. I see some folks from Austin in the chat. Jessica, good morning from Austin. I saw Jeremy Knight. I'll be at Jeremy Knight's event on Friday speaking, Elite Agents. Uh, there's a link down below. You can still grab a ticket for that. Uh, Austin being one of them. A couple other little pockets throughout the country. Not many, not many where you've had an inventory increase. Most inventory when measured from 2019 to today has been dramatically reduced. I'll give you some examples of how dramatic that reduction has been. This is from a Lance Lambert tweet. Okay, so let's first look at the inventory increases between 2019 of August and 2023. Killen, Texas is up 25%. Lubbock, Texas up 22%. Waco, 17%. Kenny Wick, Washington is up 12%. And Austin is up 9%. Okay, the U.S. is down 46% August 2019 to August 2023. U.S. is down 46%. Here's a couple of markets that I actually know quite well. Norwich, Connecticut. The little town wishing it was a city that I bought my first ever house when I was 19 years old for an absurd amount of money, a two-family that I lost my shirt on. Still don't think the value is there. Uh, it's it's that it's that great of an area where I bought. Norwich, Connecticut is down 77% inventory shift from August 2019 to August 2023. Don't think I would have ever expected to see that. Lebanon, New Hampshire is down 78%. Hartford down 79%. Bridgeport down Connecticut also down 79%. Peoria, Illinois down 80%. Those are some of the dramatic inventory shifts of note between August 2019 and August 2023. Those increases are mostly, you can see four out of five happening in Texas. Okay. Uh, doesn't, doesn't mean that prices are declining at those same rates in those areas of Texas. We've seen a little bit of a decline in places like Austin, but nothing that is, uh, nothing that, that is 25, 30% like the inventory increases. What does this mean for uh, the market going forward? Well, KB Homes CEO, Jeffrey Mezger, believes that builders are going to be in control not only for this year, not only for next year, but he believes they'll be in control for years to come. Okay, he says the housing market inventory is so scarce that builders will be in the driver's seat for years to come, years going forward, because he doesn't see where the inventory is coming from. Lance Lambert interviewed Jeffrey Mesger, the KB Home CEO, and here were some of the questions and answers from Jeffrey. Uh, does Do home builders regret backing out of land deals in the second half of 2022? Uh, KB Home CEO said, I don't think so. There's a push and a pull that goes into an industry that's cyclical. 
And we've all learned through the financial crisis of seven, eight, and nine. Now, side note, builders were left holding the inventory land bag during those years. And so you have to move quickly on this. He's talking about last year where they backed out of land deals when the interest rates went through the roof. You'll hear people say there is no land left. And I can assure you there is land left. Talk to some agents in Texas. It's why the inventory's increased. There's land to build there. Talk to some agents in Florida, for example. Certainly, as you get off of the coastline in Florida, there's land out there to build on. The reason why you saw three out of five uh, of the areas where inventory increased the most from 2019 to 2013 are places like Connecticut, because Connecticut, there's not a lot of great land. Connecticut is a state that produces only 2,000 new units a year. So Northeast, densely populated, not a lot of great building land left in, in many of the areas in the Northeast. Same could be said for play, you know, somewhere in, you know, some areas in California. Okay. A lot of those Sunbelt states do have Arizona do have land still available. And that's the, that's where these big national builders are focusing their time and energy. And the CEO of KB Homes is saying, yeah, there's still land out there. People that say there's no land left, that is not accurate. We've never had difficulty finding and acquiring land. We've had difficulty getting rid of land we bought too much of or bought the wrong piece. So I don't think anyone regrets slowing things down until we knew the direction of the market. Location's a big deal. I always say now that if I buy a piece of property, it's always going to be based on location. That Norwich property that I bought back in, I think, 2004, 2003, I was 19 years old, whatever year it was there, I guess 2004 would have been. That was the worst location you could buy in, the, in, in a city that isn't a great location to begin with. I learned my lesson the hard way. Okay, I still, even with all the increases in value, I still don't believe the value of that particular piece has come back to the level I bought in 2004. It's hard to believe, but that's how bad the location is. And so the KB Home CEO here talking about buying the wrong piece. You know, if you buy the right piece, if you buy the right location, you always are going to be fine, generally speaking, in real estate. If you go to the, to the areas where people are flocking to, then things are going to work out for you, okay? Builders that understand this, builders that aren't holding a ton of inventory right now are going to be in a position to capitalize because of this low inventory level. Uh, easing supply concerns in the new home market are because they're not holding a lot of supply. 7.3 months of supply is down from 10.1 months a year ago. It's a fascinating visual that I'll put into the daily download on BMX for our BMX members. New homes for sales from John Burns Research and Consulting. Months of supply. Contribution by stage of construction. Okay. Uh, let's take a look here. You've got completed. Completed. You have less than two months of supply. Huge power position for builders. Okay. Those are going to fly off the shelf. Under construction, a little bit more. A little bit more for under construction. You're just under six months of supply. Anything under six months of supply is a 
seller's market. Okay, six months of supply. I'm going to draw a line here across six months. That's the Mendoza line. That's where uh, below that you've got seller's market. Above that, you've got buyer's market. So under construction and completed, sellers are in the power position. They're in that, or, or sorry, builders are in that power position to be a seller. They're, they're in a seller's market as it relates to months of supply. Now, not started yet. You've got the 7.3 months of supply. So when you add up completed under construction, not started, you're at 7.3 months, which was 10.1 months in July of 2022. Okay, once we started to experience those rate increases. So builders going into an uncertain market right now, uh, economically, are in a much better position than they were when the rates shot up. They've weathered the storm. They've made deals with buyers to buy down interest rates. And oh, by the way, they've also just experienced a market that maybe they didn't anticipate coming, one that, you know, just doesn't have a lot of inventory. They're going into a time where people are trying to guess, are we going to have a recession, a soft landing? What are we going to have? Well, Goldman Sachs has now cut their U.S. recession chances to 15% on improved inflation. This number seemingly continues to drop. Seems like soft landing camp is gaining steam. Goldman Sachs now sees a 15% chance while the U.S. will slide into recession down from 20% previously as cooling inflation in a still resilient labor market, a labor market though that has cooled. We talked about it on At Knowledge Brokers podcast on Friday. Uh, it suggests that the Federal Reserve may not need to raise interest rates any further. So not just skip, you know, skipping September, which is happening 25th and 26th. We're getting closer to that date, but maybe not again. First, real disposable income looks set to recalibrate or reaccelerate. I'm sorry, reaccelerate in 24 on the back of continued solid job growth and rising uh, real wages. Okay, so he, um, the Goldman Sachs person sees a drag from policy tightening continuing to diminish before vanishing entirely in 2024. So Goldman is more confident in the U.S. soft landing. Uh, you can see here their change in GDP product, 2.1 for quarter two. There's some projections, though, that quarter three, that number could be bananas. We'll see what actually happens. Atlanta Fed had a number up closer to six. Change in CPI year over year. 3.18, change in CPI minus food and energy, 4.65. So uh, showing that number cooling is one of the reasons why Goldman is more optimistic than peers on the U.S. economic growth. It's predicting an average 2% pace through the end of 2004. All right, so Goldman Sachs giving us good news uh, as it relates to a soft landing for us in the housing market, a lot of it, a lot of the good news for buyers and inventories, we know buyers are going to ultimately be sellers and they don't want to put their house on the market unless they've got a real opportunity. It's all kind of tied up in the 10-year, 10-year not cooperating here to start the week as we come out of Labor Day weekend, 4.23 on the 10-year. We ended the week last week at 7.08 on the 30-year fixed. I would suggest that that number is going to pop up a little bit. So we're going to still experience a bumpy road here on the 30-year fixed. 
The weekly survey, Freddie Mac 30 uh, year weekly, was at 7.18 to end the year. So or end the end the week last week. So we'll see what happens here today. If the 10 year kind of sticks where it is, I'd imagine that we're going to be going back up on the 30 year. To start the week here, the Dow is uh, down, S&P is down, and NASDAQ is down. So markets are all down, 10 years up, all the bonds are up, and let's get going. Let's have a productive week. We'll continue to monitor everything. We're live every single day here on the Hot Sheets, the only live daily housing show on the internet every single day, 9.30 on the east, 6.30 in the west. Use code HOT to get 10% off of BAMX to get the most out of our content. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, toodaloo.